Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us for You Do What? here on LJN Radio. I'm Tim Yuma. Here we check out a variety of non-traditional jobs, whether maybe they're a bit odd or seem more fun than the average profession. Either way, we're letting you know you have plenty of options for a career. It's more of a laid-back approach, but with some serious tips and advice for you. Now, for some, this job might sound great. Most of you, though, probably like to avoid it at all costs. We're talking today about the role of a pest control expert. Yes, the ones who help control or remove insects, spiders, rodents, any other pests infiltrating a home and other places. Joining us from Virginia to talk about his profession is Jim Fredericks, who is the Chief Entomologist and Director of Technical Services for the National Pest Management Association. Thanks for your time today, Jim. Sure, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. This sort of came up just in conversation with, with some of the people around the office here. And I guess first and foremost, tell us a little bit about the, what the job is exactly. How would you describe pest control in general? Sure. Well, you know, pest management professionals work hard to, to help their clients to both prevent and control pests. So you mentioned some of the pests that we deal with every day, things like termites, cockroaches, ants, but also nuisance wildlife. And pest management professionals are, are trying to help both, you know, control the infestations that are existing, as well as try to help prevent and provide helpful tips on reducing the likelihood of those pests ever getting into a business or a home. Sure. Now, some of the stuff I've read recently, it, it, there's a lot of talk about there being a lot of growth in this industry and that the demand for, for people in this position is really going up. Have you seen that? Are there particular reasons this would be that maybe you've come across? Yeah, it's true. You know, pest control companies all over the country are reporting that their businesses are doing well. And as a result of that, they're hiring technicians, inspectors, customer service folks to help with the growth of that uh, of their companies. You know, and it's not really surprising. Um, mm-hmm. Throughout history, people and pests have been competing with each other sure. uh, for food and shelter. And so uh, that cycle just continues today. Now, for yourself personally, and I'm sure everyone has their own story when they get into a, a job or a profession, was there something in particular that drove you into this area? I mean, I don't know if it was just from a young age, you, you thought this is what you wanted to go into. I guess, how was, what was your path like for that? Believe it or not, I didn't always dream of being in the pest management industry. Okay, right? I know right. that might well, be hard to, hard to believe. but And I only ask because my, actually my son loves going out and you know, hunting for spiders and bugs and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's kind of in the same realm there. Sure. Sure. Well, you know, I took a more, uh, I took almost a non-traditional approach okay. to getting involved in the industry. You know, believe it or not, I wanted to be a, a teacher. I wanted to be a, a, a biology teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I went to college for that, um, but then found out after I'd completed my student teaching that I wasn't quite ready to spend the rest of my life with 15-year-olds. <laughs> and for some people, that's, that's a great job path for them. Right. Uh, but I realized that for me, it wasn't. But during the course of my college days, I took an entomology class, a class about the science of insects, and I just absolutely fell in love with insects later in life. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, I did what anyone else does when they're faced with uh, college graduation uh, and no job prospect. <laughs> I went to graduate school, okay. right? <laughs> and, uh, and then and, and once, once I was completed my work there, um, I answered a, uh, a job posting for a technical trainer with a pest management firm and, and got involved that way. Now, that's, that's a non-traditional approach, and not everyone will, 
will take the path through college to get into this industry. Mm-hmm. But that's the way I did it. So uh, could you describe maybe other ways or you know, maybe a tr- more traditional way? I mean, is, is education not necessarily required? Is that something you sort of gain over the years? How would you say it does work in a lot of cases? Sure. In most cases, you know, the type of education that's required would be a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. There are some technical aspects to the work that we do. For instance, um, we need to be able to read product labels so that, um, so that a technician can use those, those products in ways that are, uh, that are safe and, and, and are effective. Um, and so you, uh, you, you need to have you know, you know, some, your, your basic reading skills as well as math skills. So a high school diploma is important. And so um, most folks will start out as, as an entry-level technician, mm-hmm. usually as a technician or a, or a helper in some way, and, and then progress from there. Believe it or not, there's a lot of room for growth in our industry. Okay. And with layers of management within larger companies, that would include technicians, then service supervisors, managers of regional or branch operations. And so there, there is there is room to grow from that entry level position right up into uh, management. And I think that's great to hear. And a lot of times you hear people pushing all the time to right away after high school get get into college, get the four year degree. And uh, again, obviously there are benefits to that. But if you know, as you said, if there's a lot of growth in this industry, and you can always go back to school, you can always add on to that. So I think it it sounds like it's a place people could definitely start if they're not sure where to go, or if they just maybe they love bugs or they they love dealing with that sort of thing. Sure. You know, people are hearing this and obviously you have, as you said, you have a little more non-traditional route that you took and, and you had a, a broader education base. Can you walk us through your typical day? I mean, is it going to be, I'm sure it's going to be different for depending on what position you have exactly. And I know I'm assuming it can change day to day, but would you be able to walk us through maybe what a typical day might look like for you or, or someone else in the industry? Sure. Yeah. Well, um, in, and I'll give, I'll give you not so much my typical day because that's not a typical day for a sure. pest management professional. Mm-hmm. But what a, you know, what's happening with pest management professionals on a daily basis is typically they'll come into the, the office, whatever that office may be. If it's a small company, it might be um, some, some companies operate out of people's homes. Um, if it's a larger company, there might be a kind of brick and mortar location where, where uh, people will gather in the morning. Initially, typically there's a team meeting. So the folks that are involved with the company, they come together, they say, okay, here are the pests that we're, that we're going to be on lookout for because, you know, our pests run in seasonal cycles okay. so in the spring and summer, it might be stinging insects or ants in the autumn and winter, it might be um, rodents like house mice. Um, and so they'll, they'll kind of get the lay of the land. Here's the strategy for the day. They'll pick up the work that they're to do. So the work orders for the day and then head out. Typically, uh, oftentimes uh, working independently to visit their clients. Now, those clients might be homes, residences. They might be apartment buildings or multifamily housing. It might be commercial accounts. It could be restaurant, office buildings, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Um, once they visit their clients for the day, the end of the day, they wrap up typically coming back into the office or submitting their completed work orders. Sometimes that's even uh, through technology. Sure. You know, um, um, online or, or with handheld devices. But during the day at, at each of these kind of visits with their clients, there's a process that happens at each account. So typically there'll be a, a client interview portion where you'll, you'll stop to greet the customer, find out if there are any ongoing problems or concerns that they might have with regard to pests around their house. Uh, the technician will do an inspection of the home looking for telltale signs of pests or active infestations. 
during that time, they'll also look for ways that the client can even uh, prevent pests in the future. So if there's a, a crack in the foundation mm-hmm. or there's some uh, windows or entry points that need caulking or sealing, they'll make those recommendations. Uh, finally, uh, they'll, do, uh, they'll, they'll control any pests that might be present, uh, report back to the client, and then it's on to the next job. Sure. Now, it's interesting when you're sort of describing what goes on here. I, and I later on, I thought about asking you a question about the myths that are out there. And I guess I want to throw that right away to you that, you know, you see whether it be on TV or movies that it's it, it seems like pest management always has to do with, oh, there's an emergency. Quick, come out here. There's an animal going crazy in the house and in, in the building. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there's a lot more planning and preparation and prevention, as you've been talking about, that goes into it as opposed to just hop in the truck, race to this place where, a, you know, a housewife is going crazy and, and take care of it. It is. And, and those type of emergency situations do arise. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a, you know, a, there's a squirrel in, you know, in the house and we need to, we need to remove it. Or there's, um, you know, there's cockroaches in the kitchen or whatever it might be. But pest management professionals today practice a method called integrated pest management. And what that is, is kind of a common sense approach to pest control. Mm-hmm. So it's more than just spraying, uh, you know, spraying uh, pest management products, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it's a lot of, you know, kind of methodical problem solving uh, and, and inspection to, to, you know, kind of get the big picture, determine what the underlying causes are, right. provide uh, information about how to prevent pests for the future. So you're right. Some of those myths of the classic exterminator, you know, I'm thinking of John Goodman's character and arachnophobia, right. uh, not, yeah. not really the case. <laughs> it seems to be the case a lot of times when we're talking with different people from different industries that, uh, you know, what you see in the movies and TV is rarely what these jobs really contain. So uh, it, that fits, it fits well with everything else we've talked about with other jobs. Now you did bring up, you know, sort of maybe spraying a product, that kind of thing. What sort of tools are you guys using? I mean, is it are you using a lot of technology? Has that helped a lot as you as you move forward in this industry? I guess give people an idea of what sort of items you do use. There's really been a, um, an interesting marriage of old technology and new technology. So mm-hmm. if you ask a pest management professional what the most important tool that they have that they use every day, most are going to tell you that it's the, it's a flashlight, <laughs> kind of a simple <laughs> simple tool, right? Um, but because they're spending a lot of time looking into dark places that the customer doesn't doesn't want to go. Sure. So it might be, you know, uh, crawling around inside an attic or it might be peeking inside a crawl space. And so a flashlight is usually the, the most important piece of technology that they use. But more and more today, uh, there really has been some great technology that pest management professionals have integrated into their workday. Like, for instance, um, you know, GPS technology and mapping, uh, you know, to kind of map the route for the day to, to make sure that um, uh, the clients are, are, are visited in the most, you know, effective, efficient manner possible. Many pest management professionals are utilizing handheld devices, so handheld technology, right. to not only map their route, but then also to document the work that they're doing on site. Some companies will will have a, a you know a, you know tablets that technicians use and they're able to make notes and make recommendations by the end of the service they swipe the, the client's credit card through the tablet and then email a service you know email the completed invoice to the client so um, there's really been a marriage of those kinds of technologies that make uh, that really have increased the professionalism of our industry yeah no it definitely makes sense and, and obviously yeah. 
I'd imagine it's only going to get better as you move forward and, and new things will come up that'll help out. But uh, you, you did mention the idea of the flashlight and, and people crawling into dark spaces and that sort of thing, which leads me to ask you, what sort of personality traits, what sort of, you know, sort of demeanor do you need to be successful in this profession? If you are going to be the ones in the field, especially uh, taking care of these situations. Well, you know, I think there's, you know, the kind of people that are most successful in this industry are folks that are able to work on their own. So this is not the kind of job that, uh, you know, the supervisor is looking over your shoulder mm-hmm. all day and telling you that, you know, you need to, you know, step up the pace and box more widgets. Um, instead, this is the kind of thing where you're given a, a, a body of work that needs to be completed. And the technician or the pest management professional needs to get that work done in the way that's, that's the most effective. So the ability to work on your own but also someone who is able uh, to be customer service oriented because you're dealing with clients all day long, oftentimes in their homes or place of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need, it needs to be someone who can present themselves in a very professional manner, but at the same time have the personality so that they're able to uh, make that client feel comfortable. And then third, and, and, and perhaps you know, equally as important, is the ability to solve problems and to be interested in solving problems. These, you know, the day in the life of a pest management professional is never the same. Right. And so you're visiting multiple clients on a daily basis, a different client every day. Each one of those structures, each one of those homes or businesses are unique and the pest problems that you'll encounter are unique. And so that, uh, I think, is one of the most uh, interesting parts of the job is having that opportunity to be a detective of sorts, you know, to be a problem solver and to be able to identify what pests are present, why they're present, and then come up with a solution to control them. Now, with that, you mentioned high school diploma is essentially all you need to get started. Do you learn all these things just through training? Are there classes that you end up going to? I mean, because you obviously have to pick up on, okay, what are an indication of this pest? What does this mean when you see this item or, or a crack in the wall, that kind of thing? I, how do you get to that point where you're really learning and understanding all those things? You're right. And, and that's probably another myth uh, about our industry is that uh, the folks that are doing this kind of work are, are you know, that classic exterminator type. But, but instead, these are highly trained, really smart people who undergo a high level of training. Now, for that entry-level person, the you know if with no experience in the industry companies are willing to train um and that training will be uh part you know kind of you know book training you need mm-hmm. to learn about the different tests and and where to expect them and what their behaviors are you need to learn about the different equipment that you're using you need to learn about the safety aspects of the job um and then there's typically well there is always a hands-on period where uh, you'll be working with a supervisor or a trainer uh, to get out and and see and you know to experience that job. There's there's no training, there's no classroom type training that can substitute for getting out and experiencing these types of uh, pest infestations and and problems and solutions. Um, so there's usually a training period. And also in our industry, it's important to note that um, there is a certification and licensing pro- okay. process. And so um, that usually involves, uh, it usually involves testing. That certification and licensing process actually varies from state to state, but it oftentimes involves testing and then 
continuing education over time to maintain that certification and licensing. Um, so there is training that is needed, um, but that's the, that's training that that's provided by the industry. Right. No, and it makes sense, as you said, especially uh, the hands-on part. I think you're completely right with that. I think we all know people who had their head in a book and they know all that stuff, but just get in the field necessarily and, and they can struggle with that side of it. And that's, that is what I want to talk about next. And again, with this show, we're sort of looking at it as a, a non-traditional job and there are some different elements to it. And the question comes up always with this sort of industry and profession. I mean, what sort of risks and dangers are really out there for, you know, the professionals that are going out into the field and possibly dealing with these pests? Uh, I mean, what sort of things do you have to look out for and, and really be aware of when you're out there? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. A lot of folks, you know, the, you know, might say, well, this is a job, you, you know, you can't be afraid of bugs if you're going to do this right. job. But, but strangely enough, I've met a number of pest management professionals who have that, you know, one insect, maybe, sure. maybe it's a spider or maybe, <laughs> you know, they really don't like mice. Um, and I think that that's, that's common. So that shouldn't always be a deterrent, but, you know, and, but oftentimes what folks will be, um, the questions that I, I get a lot of questions about are insecticides. Oh, right? okay. Um, and so the products that might be used to control pests, but along with the, the training that, that we receive and, uh, and then also the training and use of personal protective equipment, the risk from insecticides is, 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 is fairly low. Mm-hmm. What pest ma- with the danger that pest management professionals face that that's probably even more important are the the uh, the possibility of stings from uh, bees, wasps, and hornets. Okay. And so, um, you know, not everyone know, not everyone realizes this, but um, but bees, wasps, and hornets actually um, are result in you know, stings from bees, wasps, and hornets result in uh, more than a hundred deaths a year in the United States. Oh wow! With millions of people. Uh, being allergic to uh, to those stings, and it's a result of an allergic reaction to stings. Um, now, pest management professionals would be suited up with the proper equipment, the proper safety gear to to go and deal with these these things. And that's why it's important. And we always tell our clients that if there's a pest problem, it's best to call a professional, right? Uh, because they have the training and equipment uh, and the gear to deal with these things in the safest possible way. And with that, we're actually going to take a little bit of a break with our guest, Jim Fredericks, the chief entomologist and director of technical services over at the National Pest Management Association. Of course, we've been talking about the position of pest control expert and some of the skills and different aspects that go into that job. Now, if you want to listen to the rest of this conversation, just head over to localjobnetwork.com slash radio slash list. Go up to the search bar and type in you do what dash I'm a pest control expert. And that will get you part two so you can listen to the rest of that interview. In the meantime, if you're interested in contacting us with any comments or questions, just shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. You've been listening to LJN Radio and the podcast, You Do What? We'll talk to you later.